baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Incredibly, this was actually said on CNN this weekend. I, I, I never imagined how quickly this would all unfold. The person they sold on the campaign, the nice old, you know, moderate grandpa who just wanted to help everybody get along and compromise is not what we got over the last year. He has no mandate really to do much of anything. It's amazing that he got a couple of things done when the mandate was really uh, pretty clear, 50-50 Senate, a near 50-50 House, and a pretty close presidential election. The mandate was simply replace Donald Trump and don't do anything drastic or stupid. And everything about this agenda is extremely drastic. And he's been angrier than I think people expected. He's been more divisive. He's been more partisan. You look at the issues. We built five years of coverage on Trump out of Russia, COVID, and democracy. The president at his press conference invites Russia to invade the Ukraine. We got more deaths under Biden than Trump. And now we have the president and vice president and leading Democrats question the legitimacy of the 2022 election. Are we any better off on these three issues that we crucified Trump over? I think he has a lot of political problems. And an AP poll came out this morning. Only 28% of Americans want the sitting president to run for re-election and fewer than half of Democrats. This is a disaster. It is a disaster. But remember this. Trump was impeached partially because he supposedly held up a payment to Ukraine that would help them defend themselves against Russia. He actually ended up sending it by the date that Congress had imposed, but they made a big deal of it, acting as if it was a betrayal of Ukraine, and the rest is history. Trump got impeached again. Yeah, well, Biden just green-lighted the invasion of Ukraine on national, international television. That was okay. Folks, Biden is showing us the hypocrisy of the mainstream media day in and day out. What they made into issues with Trump, they're ignoring when Biden doubles down or goes even further. If Trump had greenlighted the invasion by Russia of Ukraine, they would have impeached him just for that alone. Instead, the left tries to laugh it off when Biden does it. Here's late night comedian Colbert's best attempt at that. Today, Biden did a little damage control over uh, some of the things he said yesterday about the looming Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now, if you haven't been paying attention to what's going on for weeks, Russian President Vladimir Putin has been massing troops on Ukraine's border. But when asked what Putin was going to do, Biden wasn't nearly so vague. My guess is he will move in. He has to do something. He has to do something? I'd hate to see Joe as a hostage negotiator. Why don't we all just calm down? You just let everyone go, okay? Or shoot the hostages. You got to do something. I want to be home in time for Matlock. Colbert continued mocking him for the part where he greenlighted a minor incursion into Ukraine. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. 
You can't tell them that a little bit is okay. There's a reason Nancy Reagan's anti-drug campaign wasn't just say no, unless it's your cousin's wedding. A little bump of coke in the bathroom's not gonna kill you. YOLO. Biden, it's your cousin's wedding. Come on, you, you'll dance. You'll dance. It was a thing we've never seen before. Colbert openly mocking a Democrat? I know. But then there were a lot of things we haven't seen before, or not in our lifetimes, including Democrats already lining up to challenge him into primary. Normally that isn't done at year four. It's unthinkable to do that to the president from your party. It's only year one. We've never seen this before. But it's happening. Former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang is now openly saying that multiple people are considering mounting a 2024 primary challenge to Joe Biden. Yep, other Democrats running against him. He's so weak, they think they can beat him. They're probably right. Chuck Todd trended over the weekend. He's a reporter at MSNBC. I had to see what was up. Rage. He was the one they sent to break the bad news to MSNBC's followers. It made them very angry. Here's what he said to earn their hatred on Twitter. It was the truth. And liberals never react well to that. President Biden's news conference on Wednesday was designed to kick off a second year reset of his presidency. Cap recaptures political identity, if you will. But our our new NBC News poll suggests Mr. Biden does need a reset because he's lost his identity a bit. He's no longer seen as competent and effective. No longer seen as a good commander in chief or perhaps most damaging as easygoing and likable. In fact, just 5% of adults say Mr. Biden has performed better than expected as president. One of the many lowest firsts and fewests in our poll. Don't think you can breathe a sigh of relief over this. Biden, unpopular. He's done. Stick a fork in him. Lame duck in his first year. Yep, just a few of the things the media, including the liberal media, has been saying. But paradoxically, this doesn't make Biden less dangerous. It makes him more so. Biden is grotesquely unpopular. One of the best measures of this comes from one of the country's only two tracking polls, civics, C-I-V-I-Q-S. If you want to look them up, civics is the only daily tracking pollster that breaks things down by state. In this state-by-state tracking poll, you can see a polling debacle even more stunning and, quite frankly, horrific if you're a Democrat than what the media has been talking about. Here's why. Do you realize right now that there are only four states left in the entire nation where Joe Biden's approval rating is higher than his disapproval rating? It is truly stunning. Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts... And Vermont. Do you realize what that means? That means he's underwater in California. You heard that right. Joe Biden is underwater with voters in California. He wasn't in December when he was still polling 46-44. He is now polling 42-47. That's simply stunning. But not as stunning. And we've never seen anything like this ever in polling in our lifetimes. Not as stunning as what's going on with Biden and young people. Young people are always the strongest demographic for the Democrat. Until now. 
Joe Biden is the least popular with the youngest voters. The younger you go, the less popular he gets. Let me give you an example of this. Voters in the civics poll, 65 plus. Biden's got 54% unfavorable, 40% favorable. Let's look at 50 through 64. 55% unfavorable, 42% favorable. Now let's go down to 18 to 34. 56% unfavorable, 35% favorable. Do you see what's happening there? Joe Biden is potentially losing an entire generation of voters. We have never seen that before. But wait a minute, Tara. Didn't you just say a minute ago on this podcast that this is making Joe Biden more dangerous to the American people, not less? Yup. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Biden is a political weapon, unlike anything the Democrats have ever had before, nor will they ever have again in their lifetimes. He has almost no ability or interest in looking out for his own best interest. This is because he's not only demented, he's also a psychopath with no real sense of the consequence of anything. A normal, rational Democrat, even an unpopular one, wouldn't go along with doing incredibly destructive things in his name because they'd have some sense of self-preservation, not wanting to be humiliated. Biden doesn't have that. And the people who are running him and thus running the country through him know it. This is a guy so utterly unself-aware that he has told the fake Amtrak story. It's a total lie he made up about getting a award from someone who was actually dead at the time um, for traveling a million miles on Amtrak. He has told that story three additional times since being fact-checked on it by the Washington Post in May. What does that tell you? He is utterly unself-aware. This makes him the perfect weapon. He'll read the teleprompter. He won't push back. If you are going to go forward with some mass level of societal destruction, say, something that would, I don't know, lead, you hope, to the remaking or collapse of the country, this is the best chance you'll probably have in a generation. Certainly in this lifetime. Biden, after all, can be discarded after they attach all the sins of the Democrat Party to him. I kind of think of it as a Jesus Christ type scenario. No offense to him. He, in a good way, took on all of our sins and died for us, right? Well, it's kind of the opposite of that with Biden. He takes on all the sins of the Democrat Party, every unpopular thing they've ever wanted to do, and then he goes down in the end with their full hatred as they kick him out the door. Sins attached. It wasn't us, they'll say. It was Biden. He was nuts. Look at us, they'll say in 2024. We're running candidates against him. We want to get rid of this guy, too. It wasn't us. This is why I believe they've been doing the spending they have, this inflationary style of spending. They knew full well what would happen. They're counting on attaching it to Biden, that it'll bounce off them. Oh, that was Biden's deal. 
This is why I think they were pursuing the Build Back Better, which will most certainly destroy the dollar. Look, if we're at 7% inflation now and we were at 1.7 in the beginning of the year, they know exactly what Build Back Better will do. If it doesn't destroy the dollar, it'd be a miracle. It's why they pursued it. And I'm convinced it's why they're currently mounting an attack on the supply lines of North America. Wait, what? Yep, though the media here has barely reported on it, the deliberately orchestrated collapse of the supply chains on this continent has begun. And Joe Biden declared war on your produce, your car parts. Folks, think about this for a minute. The Democrats know how deeply unpopular the bare shelves are making them. So this should be the time to figure out how to fix it, right? Unless you want those shelves bare. At present, foodstuffs in grocery stores, on average across the board, are down 15%. In other words, we've got 15% less than we normally would. If you are in your right mind, you are president, and you are already deeply unpopular, would you do something at this point to make that worse? You wouldn't, would you? Unless making it worse is the plan. Not the plan of Joe Biden, but the plan of those around him. They seem to be obsessed with supply lines. Not actually fixing anything with supply lines, but making it worse. This is what freaks me out lately about Democrats. Again, I explained to you why those ports in California are backed up. That's not the total um, cause of the supply line mess. It contributes to it. But it's an entirely Democrat-made disaster because of two laws that passed that have the cumulative effect of blocking over half the American trucking fleet from entering California. The port backup is a completely man-made disaster, and it's only getting worse. In fact, it's gotten significantly worse since Joe Biden vowed to fix it and put a plan in place that did exactly nothing. So if they wanted to stop it, they could have the Biden EPA do the same thing the Trump EPA did, which is put the kibosh on it. That's why the supply chain disaster didn't occur under Trump. His EPA blocked those two laws from going into effect. Biden's reversed that. So you got to come into this understanding. Democrats like and want what is going on right now. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, though, bare shelves Biden just banned unvaccinated truckers from Mexico and Canada from coming into the U.S., You may not have heard much about this, but it's a huge deal in Canada. You'll see the results of it on the shelves or lack of stuff on the shelves in the coming week. But in Canada, where their media is a little more honest, it's a huge deal. Canadian truckers against COVID tyranny are blocking the highways, entering the U.S. from Canada both ways. They've been doing this for about a week. It got real bad this weekend. So what we have is truckers coming up from Mexico. We depend on Mexico for some of our produce. Canada depends on Mexico and Central America for all of their produce. So it's going to begin to affect our shelves. We also get auto parts, digital parts, all kinds of component parts that we use in manufacturing from Canada and Mexico. So what is this vaccine mandate on the border going to do? It'll take between 10 to 15 percent of those truckers off the road at a time when all three countries are struggling to find truck drivers. That's bat crap crazy. That's insane. Now, you can't say they're just worried about COVID. They're not. If 
they were unvaccinated illegal aliens, no problem. We'd let them in. In fact, Fox News, remember this summer, reported at one point we had let 15,000 COVID positive illegals into the country. Actually, we hadn't just let them in. We had put them on buses and planes and handed them over to nonprofits who were rehoming them and moving them into the country. So this ain't about COVID. They don't care. They've demonstrated that. But since they are not illegal aliens, but unvaccinated truckers bringing products into the U.S., they're being turned around. Folks, this isn't about the vaccination. It can't be. They didn't care when it was illegals. This is about stopping the supplies. But why? It's the second time we've caught them, folks, deliberately implementing a policy that takes a wrecking ball to the supply chains, even though it hurts them. Well, most specifically, it seems to hurt Biden. See how this works? Freight Waves, an industry publication of the trucking industry, estimates 10 to 15 percent of the drivers may leave cross-border trucking as a result of the mandates. They've got plenty of options inside their countries. They don't have to get a vaccine. Ours don't have to get a vaccine. People are begging for truck drivers. And what does that mean? Well, the produce is already stacking up at warehouses and rotting. And produce prices going through the roof in Canada. At some point when you put it all together, folks, two separate attacks by Democrats on the supply lines easily avoided or rolled back. But they haven't been. Mass spending. They knew Larry Summers wouldn't shut up. He's their chief economic advisor to their presidential candidates, telling them it will result in mass inflation. They did it anyway. They're trying to do more with the Build Back Better. They're enraged at the two Democrats, Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin, who won't let them go forward. They even censured her in Arizona this weekend. Her home party voted to censure her. Why? Because they don't get to break the dollar with Build Back Better. And it would most certainly have destroyed the dollar. After all, Biden's stimulus alone gave us 7% inflation. We haven't seen that in 30 to 40 years. You can only imagine what Build Back Better, most of which is paid for with printed and borrowed money, would have done. They've only been stopped in their tracks by luck on our side that Mansion and Cinema haven't gone forward. Their determination to destroy both the supply lines and our dollar is epic. They'd do it in a second if they could. And I think it's Joe's weakness. It's not just emboldening the enemies of this country outside its borders. It's emboldening the enemies of this country inside our borders. Let me give you an example. Barack Obama, for as much as he wanted to destroy the country, was never going to do anything that damaged or destroyed Barack Obama. After all, he was always planning to buy that mansion in Martha's Vineyard. So while Obama did anything he thought he could get away with to destroy the country, he wasn't going to let him push him to destroy his reputation. Joe Biden is a political whore in that way. To the extent that he can even perceive the damage to himself or the repercussions of letting them do whatever they want, he doesn't seem to care. This gives them an opportunity they haven't had in my lifetime. And that's terrifying because understand what their goal is. It's not a secret. They've told us over and over. They want to recreate, reimagine the United States of America. And anything that destroys it in its current form 
gets them closer to that goal. Even better, if they've got a guy so demented, psychopathic, and stupid that he can't see they intend to use him to destroy the country as best they can before discarding him. He's the best thing that's happened to them in a long time. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.